taking out AWOL surrounding him. He said it was single-handedly the scariest thing he's ever gone through. Dude, that is so cool. That's some revenant shit, dude. Yeah. What's up, everybody? This is the Bros Gone Wild Podcast. Welcome back, episode 39 of the Bros Gone Wild Podcast. In this episode, we discuss the 1996 Olympic bombing, Project 5, fighting off wolves in Alaska, the World Series, being a girl, and many more things on top of that. So please, we have, we've reached 100 active subscribers. Thank you all. It's so hype. Imagine being in front of 100 people that are actively listening, assuming everyone here is actively listening, of course. That's wild. Hope you like what we have to say. If I hear you calling, but I can't come home right now. Me and the boys are playing, and we just can't. <coughs> All right, guys, three, two, one, live. Oh, oh. wow. Hi. Abruptly. How the hell are we doing on this rainy Monday? You know, it's gloomy a little bit. The flood, the flood signs, the flood warnings, the flood alerts are out. Yep, it's happening. We're still here. We didn't get washed up. Well, not yet. And to make a slight announcement, we've reached 100 subs for the first time. And it's it fluctuates so much because it's active subs. So we've reached 100 active subscribers as of That's October 20th. It's in like a single day? In one day, we had 100 people that are, one, subscribed to us, and two, opened our RSS feed in some way, shape, or form. Damn. That is so cool. Whether that's on iTunes, Google Play now, Stitcher now, all that fun stuff. And apparently, have we looked into Spotify? Is that? I'm gonna look into it. Yeah. I, I, no, it's. I just thought, yeah, man, yeah. as many platforms as possible. Totally. If we can, you know. More. Why not? Exciting. It's very exciting. I mean, we might have to submit it, and it might be a little more stringent on Spotify. Yeah. But hey, I mean, can't stop the bros with a hundred. You can't stop us. You can't stop us. Yeah, absolutely love it. Jay, since you were the publisher, tell us a little bit about that. A little Polsky action. It was, <clears throat> would you rather be a 10-year-old for a day or the opposite sex for a day? We had 24 votes. 71% uh, said opposite sex, 29 said 10-year-old. It's a fair amount on the 10-year-old. This was easy, Are you? I thought. Did you pick opposite sex? Of course. <laughs> Why do you say of course like that? What's so <laughs> obvious about so that answer? Easy? I've been a 10-year-old before. Yeah. I've never, nor will I ever, be the opposite <laughs> sex. Okay. And for a day, it would be very interesting. Yeah. It'd be like nothing you've ever experienced. I can say that much. It'd be so weird. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about it. Day. It would be. I don't uh, know if I'd want to be an opposite sex I don't know. for a day. It's it has nothing to do. I'm just. I'm not trying to be sexist in no, any right. shape or form. <laughs> I just. I remember. I kind of remember what it was like to be ten, and God, it was great. <laughs> it was awesome. But what are you gonna accomplish in a day being ten? Just like, not you, twenty also, years old. You're and 10 also, do you rewind to what you were doing when you're ten, or do you? Live a no. day of the college no, life. No. Is it some? You, no, you definitely rewind. Can you pick? Oh wait, you go back. You're back and in live? elementary school. Yeah, dude. Because what would be the point if you don't have any of your friends to hang out? Oh with no, 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 I agree. Well, no. What if you're with all your I friends agree. and you're ten? 
Wait, you're like, what's you, good, guys? You're saying you're literally <laughs> ten. You're what's like, the, you're like the entire high. situation right now goes from like we're just younger to being ten years yeah, old. Yeah, what's the point? And Jonah's talking about as if you were to go back in time to the house and the school and all that, right? I think that that's better. I want to go back to what I was doing. It would be pretty funny though to be ten here. It would be funny to be ten here. <laughs> it would be oh, it'd be terrible though. Have like a being ten here. It would be. You what would you do? You could drive. No. You, what are you gonna do? You could penny horn. <laughs> <sighs> I think I'm going. I think I'm going ten year old actually for my right. for my vote. Yeah. Josh. I don't know. That's my two cents. Did you vote? Yeah, I think I said opposite sex. Okay. <laughs> because, like you said, yeah. it's something different. It's something oh, I like get I've that. been ten. I know yeah. what it's like to be younger. I'm not necessarily a person that's so reminiscent of the past. Right. I could I could also I mean if I wasn't a woman for one day, it would I mean I'd I'd be okay with that. Yeah. I'd be okay. Oh I'm not I'd rather be ten, I think, honestly. <laughs> I don't know why, I just I miss third grade or whatever. That but was. then at the same time I I'll never be able to go back and be ten. Whereas I could get a sex change, I could go there. Yeah, and it'd be like, they have surgery. No, it's still different. <laughs> still different. Whoa, I mean, Bruce. <laughs> this is kind of a hard one. Yeah, though. it's interesting. Cause you're right. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll never be a woman. But you'll never be ten again. But you have been ten before. I kind of want to switch my answer. That'd be that'd be weird to be just a female just for a day. day. I don't want to be. I don't want. I don't want anything more than twenty four hours. Exactly. Man, just see what it's like. Yeah. And get back. Yeah. Get back and be just yeah. be you. You learn a lot about yourself because I'm sure you'd get all the because females have a lot of different hormones. You might get. In, It'd be interesting to see oh, yeah. kind of where your brain yeah. goes in comparison to where you how were different before. it is. Yeah, so maybe how you view things differently. It'd be. I think I'm switching my answer. Interesting. Yeah. Right. It's a unanimous. Okay. Thing. I think we've exhausted yeah, you guys have persuaded me. Kind of. Yeah. Wow. Right, here we are. Well, man, <laughs> the bros, broettes. The broettes. <laughs> we'll be the broettes <laughs> for 24 hours. Okay. See who the uh, tiger hired? Yeah, yeah. Tiger's got a new manager today. No kidding. Rod Gardenhire. Wait, was it Rod official today? Or I guess I don't know. It was know. a few days ago. A couple days ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over the weekend. He's coached the uh, Twins. I like it. I'm a fan. We're going to have a few shitty years, probably. Regardless. Yeah, probably. No matter who we get. Mm -hmm. I, like, I like the hire, dude. He's is he older? Manager. Is he younger? He's an old guy. Okay. Kind of looks like a little bit younger version of Santa Claus. <laughs> Just you know, he's got right. the beard. He says mustache. Yeah, he's got yeah, the gray going on. He's got like a goatee. Okay. Yeah, the old man goatee. Oh, like one of these. <laughs> yeah. So how so how long would it take you to grow a nice dark full like okay? So what I got what I got well, going no, on right now? Well, no, I guess right we'll now. find out in uh, November. I want. <laughs> are you gonna grow it out like, all in November? Once I get oh. back from my sales trip, I'm growing it out. No, dude, just. Do it over, yeah. Shave before you go. And then That's what I might do. But, yeah. But then again, about three days in is when it starts to get a little. It's on that border. What are you at <laughs> right now? What do you mean? This I might be like three days. Yeah, dude. You Four know. days, wow. maybe. It's not even noticeable. That, that's like what this is. Uh, this is less than a week for me. So what? It would probably take you. Have you ever had it this long? I guess is what I'm asking. Not really. 
Wow. You well, should, you I try it. I can't really. It gets... Oh, it's like <laughs> it like stops growing. But people listen. It's not a bad thing. Like, what are these guys talking about? <laughs> I want a beard. I want to have a full beard, dude. I hate that I can't grow one. It looks nice on the right person, no doubt. I would be totally fine if I didn't grow a single piece of facial hair the rest of my life. You're so, you're you're so against I don't like it. <laughs> well, come on. He's got like a disease or something. Yeah, that's, that's not even funny, man. <laughs> But I That's really. What you said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm talking just strictly facial hair. I want my eyebrows and everything mm. else, but my now you're being I don't like. Okay. I don't want the beard, and I just think it looks uh, on me, anyways. It looks patchy. When you grow it so rough. fast, it is tough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but going on another note, I wanted to bring up a really cool thing I learned about in my media law class. And so this regards Richel, Richard Jewell. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that name or if you guys know anything about the Olympic bombings, the Olympic Park bombings in Centennial Park. Uh, I've heard I've heard it before. I'm not, 1996 Olympics. Yeah, I'm not really educated on this. Year it rings a bell. It rings a bell. Yeah. But yeah. And so this, uh, the reason we brought this up in class is it's a perfect example of defamation which defamation of character is kind of saying bad things about someone that's not true and then they get seen in that light and can't get hired, can't get right. all that kind of stuff. So what was really crazy about this case was he was a hero. So during the this bombing that happened, he actually noticed... Who was, who? Oh, this Richard. Richard yeah. Jewell. He was a security guard. He was working for AT&T. And he was doing his daily rounds, doing whatever, and he noticed something was off. And he, he noticed, holy crap, that's not right, and got people evacuated before this bomb went off. And the guy saved almost 50 people in a way. And got and just did, like, he, did, he saved a lot of damage that could have happened. And was this hero. And for 24 hours, he was getting interviewed on the CNN. He was getting interviewed on damn near everything, the morning show. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, the FBI was looking into suspects, and they looked into his past, and they looked into different things, and what he's done throughout his life, and realized he might be a suspect. Why did he know this bomb was there? There was no good case. What, there was no reason he should have known that there was a bomb, this and that. Mm-hmm. And the FBI was talking about this, and somehow that got leaked to the media. And so the media grabbed onto anything they could, and mm-hmm. since it was from the FBI, they went all out for it. And we're calling this guy a villain, a criminal. They oh no. they're portraying him in this horrible light, and and ba- calling him Rambo. And he ki- basically Whoa. took it to extreme measures. And he had uh, probably he had eighty reporters outside of his house, and couldn't walk, couldn't leave his home for eighty-eight days, couldn't get groceries, oh, couldn't. Boy. People followed him everywhere. And what was the reason there was so many reporters there was because it was the Olympics. So there's the BBC. There's all these worldwide yeah. kind of media outlets yeah. that are covering this event. And so this guy's life was damn near ruined for 88 days. And so what's so horrible about this is he ended up dying at age 44. Oh my and gosh. so so what happened after this was couldn't really get hired. And and because it was this court case, he ended up taking this to court. And because uh, after the fact, sorry, I didn't even finish the story. After the fact, they ended up figuring out who this real bomber was. Yeah. It wasn't him. Had nothing to do with the person. He was a hero. Yeah. But the media portrayed him in this horrible light that 
people kind of forgot about this case because it dragged on for so long after right. the Olympics. And they just remember that everyone remembered his name. His name. Oh, he's the guy that bombed everybody. And when in reality, he did nothing wrong. He couldn't have done anything differently. It was just him living, and he saved people's lives, and he was a villain because of it in the end. So it's this horrible case, and he ended up taking it to court because one. He couldn't leave his house. He had health issues. It was all this weird stuff. He couldn't really get jobs. He couldn't get. He he was. He had a pretty nice job, and where he came from, he he had a better job than he probably should have, and so he couldn't get anything higher than minimum wage. And it's just this horribly sad story. And then, but turns out he took this to court and had like the best lawyer, had the best everything, and um, had settlements from all the companies that did it. Because it was a long case, and and they ended up selling, settling for around five hundred thousand to two million, each company, each uh, news news outlet that published yeah. defamating things about them, about him, and so he ended up making some money, but it was not even close to. I mean, all of his lawyer costs and how long this went on, it actually didn't right. really mean anything. And the only people that actually stuck with it was the Atlanta Journal Constitution. And they were some of the original finders that they got the leak from the FBI and then kind of put it out there. And they actually won the case against him and that it wasn't defamation because they took it from a, uh, a truth aspect and they got the true facts with this kind of situation yeah. from the FBI. And so they actually ended up winning the case after 12 years and he had already died by then. <laughs> so he dies prematurely. Was it because of... Did he have mental health issues because of the whole situation, or was it more of... It was a diabetes type Oh, okay. I didn't know if maybe he got depressed or something because of the whole That's thing. what they say. I, I mean, his maybe. life was ruined. To you a degree, probably did. People looked... Anyone that saw him, That's wherever terrible. he went, like, gave him a disgusting look. And it That's was... so sad. It's so sad. And what's really cool, though, is they're actually creating a video, or video, a movie on this whole situation, and there's going to be... Jonah Hill is going to be, I think, the main character. Leo is going to be, I think, potentially the uh, the the person defending him in court. Mm-hmm. All all that the person he hired, and uh, it sounds like it's going to be a really cool movie. That and they're they're already signed sweet. on, and it's just cool. uh, it's a really really interesting case, and maybe the best s- symbol and showing of defamation, kind of in the United States and in the world. So sad. It's so sad. And we watched a documentary on it in class, and it was like, it was just so, so sad. Shit like that happens, though. Like, so that's like Steve Bartman. Yeah. Like, similar to the Cubs fan who, like, tried to catch a ball. Mm. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think so. In the playoffs. Kind of. Yeah. Arguably wasn't even fan interference. No. Everybody else was reaching for the ball. He's just the one who touched Exactly. He, his left shirt. I would have reached for the ball and tried to catch it. He had to move continents. He he lived in like Europe or something. He, oh, he had to flee North America. He was too recognizable. Yeah, he was a popular face. But that's so sad that that man was saving lives. Yeah, and he seriously. still yeah got and the bad. And what's crazy is they have to differentiate between public and private. So a public person has a lot less rights than a private person yeah. when they obviously bring someone. But he was a public person because he was famous for 24 hours, yeah. which is just ridiculous. No one knew his name before he saved people's lives, and then he almost gets punished for it. It's just, it's a, it's horrible how it works, and it's just, it's, it was so sad watching this whole thing. But at the same time, it was unbelievably interesting. Poor guy. It's, 
court for you, I guess. I'm just thinking back to the Flint Bishop Airport thing. Was there somebody? Wasn't there a security guard that say or who tackled the the attacker there? Dude, wasn't there somebody that saved the day there? I'm trying to think of if that were to happen. I'm trying to think of a scenario to apply that to. Well, the the security guard that got, got stabbed, stabbed. He's the one who stopped him. I right? think he stopped him. Yeah, he's the one that like brought him to the ground or something. After he got stabbed in the neck, though, it wasn't somebody else. I think it was the same guy. Just trying to picture. Somebody save like if somebody like that. If I were to see somebody tackle on a set, you know, somebody that's attacking somebody else, and then I see on the news that they're just a piece of shit, that'd be so horrible. No, but that is different. It's different. How is that different though? Because this guy it, he saved like fifty lives. Yeah, and, but at the same time, like he could have like if he, like he could have gotten cold feet. He could have put the bomb there, gotten cold feet, and then tried to get everybody out. Exactly. Like the FBI had a legit concern about this guy. And everybody, all the news outlets were giving very reasonable claims to make it seem like. In, in, oh, that, in, in that situation, oh, see, gave, see, it's I like see. a questionable. Gotcha. Uh, maybe this guy did kill everybody. Gotcha. There, maybe he did. Because in, in your example, it's clear cut who that, the bad guy right. is. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. It was this suspicion, and then since it dragged out for so long, that suspicion just held true, and people kind gotcha. of forgot, and they just assumed that guy was the one that did it. That's just terrible. <laughs> My gosh. But good to know. Good to know. I don't know. I one of my things I guess I'll bring up. I'm going to Florida for Thanksgiving break. Oh baby, wow. driving. Um, I don't know if we're flying or driving yet. That part of the equation isn't known to me, but I wanted to talk a little bit about what we're gonna be doing there because Jonah and I we watched a documentary called Blackfish. A year ago, year and a half ago, and I'm going to SeaWorld, and for those of you who don't know what Blackfish is, it's a documentary about the mistreatment of the killer whales. Killer whales, yeah, and it, it even looks at zoos just at, you know, it's like a wider category than just SeaWorld. It's places like that, and I just wanted to ask your guys' opinion. What what do you think about zoos? What do, you, do you think that it's worth, you know, the money and these kids having this experience of getting to see these animals up close because... Um, I mean, you guys know just as well as I do, these animals are mistreated and what, you know, what have you. So do you guys think you guys see the zoo era coming to an end? Like in our lifetime, do you think it'll be wiped out or what? To a certain extent, maybe. But do you think, think there's certain animals that would remain in captivity? Some animals in a way, in, in a way, benefit from it. Rescue efforts are different. Is that, I mean... Kind of, yeah, I mean... Well, well, how else would you benefit no, no, from, I mean, like, an artificial habitat? No, I guess that's what I was kind of... They'll, they'll save some of these animals that are in dire condition and then raise them in the zoo and, and kind of save their lives. That They might have been a, a cub that was stranded or something. Yeah. So and at that point, it's kind of like... Oh, it's, okay. not, it's not a lot of times... It's not the actual people that work with the animals that are mistreating them. It's just the, the just the idea. No, just, it's the yeah, environment. Just, yeah, just the idea that they're yeah. like inside of a And I think a also yeah. a lot of people realize this too. It's kind of coming to more light. Yeah. Whereas it 20 is. years ago, it was just, let's go to the zoo right. and look at these things. It it's a lot different. It wasn't necessarily thinking about the context mm -hmm. with it. Whereas now people kind of realize that and they'll go, I don't want to go to the zoo and support this and yeah. things like that. And so... I think it'll still be around, but it might be kind of diminished in ten few years. and far between. Yeah, I just kind of like might be rare. 
I don't really support it, but as long as they're around, I'll continue to go. It's kind of how. But you're supporting it by going, aren't you? I mean, like in a way, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not, not like I'm not like so strongly opinionated on it to like, that you won't go take action. Exactly. Yeah. No, I get you know what you're I mean. Saying. Like yeah, I yeah. think that the just the ideas these are wrong, but yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna throw a fit. We're going, but. Mm. I ha- I've been telling my parents like I've been to sea- we sea don't World's need to. Sea there's other things you can do. I feel like Sea World's cool. I've never been to Sea World, so oh, yeah. it's my first I've been time. A few times. Dang, Sea World is awesome. Sea World will be the they first. Have, they have, did they get rid of the Killer Whale shows, or I can't remember? I don't know if they're still doing shows, but they're losing Killer Whales like what all the time. Yeah, there's a lot of. Dude, I'm, lot of them I'm pretty sure their last male one is dead or something the last like that. One born in Maybe the last Captivity. one. I don't think they can get any more. No, the, no, yeah, they the, can't. Yeah, like I think Not I don't know what it anyways. is, but they they can't get any more. Right. I kind of forget the details. But if you have the opportunity to go to Shamu show, I would definitely go, dude. It's so cool. It's unbelievable. Killer whales are so unbelievably smart. Yeah, they are. It's crazy. Have you seen that Blackfish documentary? No. It's worth a watch. Highly recommend it. I know I should. You learn a lot. Yeah. It's cool. Animals are insane. Yeah, no, I... They communicate with each other. What, killer whales? Yeah. They have, like, super high, like, emotions. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I'm serious. They, no, they, they had a part in the... The way he just looked at me. <laughs> <laughs> they had a part in the documentary where they took the baby away from the mom, and the mom was, like, crying for, like, two days straight, wow. like, screaming. Sobbing. Wow. It's just wild. It's wild. And even in the ocean, you I've seen doc- or just animal shows... And how they capture it? They capture killer whales hunting, and how a, maybe it's a sperm whale or a big whale with its little one, its baby, and they separate the mom yeah. from the yep. baby, and how they get them away from it, and the ba- mom's trying to protect it. Other whales are coming, but they're still like tricking them and faking yeah. them out. It's unbelievable. That's crazy. Like it faked me. I, out. I totally agree. <laughs> the the way they take different canals and different routes yeah, to try and throw off else. the boats, that is so intelligent. Mm. And it doesn't work. It still doesn't work. You know, a lot of the times. Yeah. But you'd think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're the most successful sea animal. In terms of getting food, they they just get what they want, basically, or they're just smart in a about way. It. Yeah, they're never really starting. Oh, oh they can gotcha. always get food because it's just that. I believe it. They ate everything. I'm pretty they call it killer whale. Yeah. <sighs> That's crazy. They're always growing. <laughs> Rest in peace, Tilikum. Uh, uh, one really cool thing I was looking into was: Have you guys ever heard of anything Project Five? And so it's Google's phone service that I guess works a lot better with Google phones itself, but you pay per usage. And what's really interesting about it is they are, they partnered with all the big cell phone companies. So you could be getting some AT&T signal. You could be getting a little bit of Verizon signal. You could be getting all of that just to make sure that you always have the best signal. And you pay, it's $10 per gigabyte of data and then it's free texting and maybe a little bit for calls but it's the by far best international plan because you can go anywhere and it's still ten dollars per gigabyte so ten dollars per gigabyte of data how much data like how much is a gigabyte of data i don't know what that yeah on average like how much would that cost me no no no, as opposed to you no i'm saying like 
how much how, web surfing? How quickly do you use a gig of data? Yeah, yeah that, I don't know what a gig of data like. That doesn't really. Give, if you're give on your anything. phone a lot and you're never on Wi-Fi, I would say it might take you. I don't know, three days, four days of okay. a lot of usage on your phone, looking stuff up, always on Twitter. So if you're uh, someone who uses your phone more, obviously, variable. it's gonna it's gonna be a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Where at? But uh, so for example, so for my AT and T contract with myself, my brother, and my parents, it is ten gigs per month, and we hardly even reach that. Okay. We get to six, but that's with Wi-Fi. That's with and if you can be really smart with this, so you're never using data gotcha. in a way. So it's all kind of variable, but it's a really cool plan. I thought it was awesome. Uh, it's it's a great idea. And it's really cool that it uses everything. It's Project Phi. And Project Phi. Hopefully that's a way of the future. Oh. So everyone's on the same page then? All those phone providers just let it happen? It's it, pretty neat. Yeah, it's just this certain contract that they hired with them and it just works. I heard the iPhone's gonna go extinct. Is that true? I wanted to, or I'm sorry, extinct, not an instinct, extinct. Mm -hmm. I heard that. I read that somewhere the other day. No. Never heard that. So, no. I heard the Google Pixel or whatever that new phone is I'm is gonna to, run it out of business. I'm trying to talk my mom to get me to ten. Really? My brother wants it. <laughs> uh, no, but it's crazy how good these other phones are getting, and the cameras on them are unbelievable. And it's just wild. Like, when are when are we gonna get to the point where our phone is a damn near DSLR? Okay, well. I'm sorry. What's a DSLR? I was, <laughs> I was, gonna, I was gonna ask that, that too. Go it's like, like, uh, like Andrew's camera, like a bigger Canon with removable lenses. Like the body is called a DSLR, mm -hmm. and the lenses. And, okay. Andrew's got a really cool camera. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> But uh, anything going on in current events or news or World Series starts tomorrow. Dodgers. That's and, right. Uh, oh, Astros. Astros won, right? Yeah, Astros. Game Astros seven. Yeah, Justin Verlander representing. <laughs> nice. What else I, is going on? Monday Night Football tonight. Zach Ertz is going to score forty. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Football. Football is average right now. College football is, anyways. We were just talking about basketball. Basketball is exciting this year. It is. Mm -hmm. I think I, I've just been missing it. I kind of got the fever right now for basketball. I know. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna get all the games. A lot of them are under an hour. Um, I recently saw something that reminded me of Josh and Jonah. Uh, but I saw a list of abnormal jobs that pay well, mm. and. I saw a train conductor on the list, which Jonah has a funny story about a train conductor he knows from Clarkston. I can't remember, right? What's yeah, it? Dave. Dave. And they, those guys make 70, 75 grand being a train conductor? Really? Yeah, a year. Just, just operating just, the train, yeah, riding the rails. Big responsibility, I guess. <laughs> yeah. What's wild to me is we live right by a train track, and I see trains going opposite directions every once in a while. I always figured kind of they're mainly going one way. Same. And seeing a train go the other way, I was tripping out. So was I the first time <laughs> I realized I like, Whoa, this is not they right. They do. They go both ways. So they, like, they communicate, so like one will get off the rails when another one's coming in. They've learned to communicate. <laughs> That's, yeah. I didn't think they went both ways either, at least on ours. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So a conductor, is he basically only 
going to these places and change. I know they they can hit things that change the tracks to deviate a different direction. They control the speed. They go and they control. They pick up <coughs> cars and they drop cars and they gotta know. Yeah. You ever seen the movie uh, Unstoppable? Is that where well, that train? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. I have. Great, I actually have it. It is intense. I like it. <laughs> it is a good movie. Denzel, yeah. That's how I know about mine. That's how I know. About mine. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I also read this was another funny one. A submarine cook. Didn't even know they had these. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be a good cook so, if you're going down with people. In a I somebody's gotta cook. Yeah, submarine. that's true. And I thought this this might be a possibility for Josh. <laughs> you're Bobby Flay, you know, fanatic, whatever. You can earn up to 187 grand depending on what country you Dude, are you do it. working in. Australians that work on submarines and cook 187 grand. Oh, wow, Josh, the highest paid ones. I mean, how many people are going on submarines? I didn't even really think people do that very much. There's probably 50 to 100 on a submarine. 100 people on a submarine? That's a lot. Dude, those things are It's like a cruise ship underwater. Oh, the things are large. (laughs) What are they under there for? (laughs) They're just It's like like military. Okay. Just just getting details. I don't know if there's any non-military submarines out there. Getting info. I don't know who would go down there for fun. I don't think it's very enjoyable. (laughs) You think they're literally only down there just in case? It's dark and hot as shit. Yeah. (laughs) Doesn't seem like it should be hot, but maybe. The ventilation can't be good. If that that bad boy breaks down, too. You're just literally dead. There's so much pressure under there. Shoot missiles out. Is that literally, they're just chilling down there waiting for an attack? I mean, I would imagine we have something. There's like radar down there too. Yeah, that's true. Detect ships or... It always does impress me. When Have you guys gone deep sea fishing? No. Never. No, I haven't. Never gone deep sea fishing. Fishing is fun. I've never been deep sea fishing. It's though. really cool. It's just kind of nervous when they get seasick going out there. It's not that bad. Especially if you go on a nicer boat that maybe has two levels, three levels... And you're on this like pretty, and you can go with groups, so yeah. you have maybe two families alongside you or whatever. And dude, it's fun. But I like more personal. Like you're always, it's just your family, and you're talking with the captain. And yeah. You get to hear how this guy basically, he was in high school. He didn't really know what he was gonna do with his life. Drove to the Florida Keys, and met this guy. And next thing you know, he convinced him to take him out on a boating trip, and he was gonna help scrub the docks, scrub this. And then next thing you know, he works his way up to have his own boat and have his own practice. Whoa. And it's really cool. That is and you neat. learn these little tricks. And I watched this guy sprawl a net in his body. And so one weird thing was you every once in a while you get fish that you just can't eat. Period. Yeah. They're poisonous, yeah. whatever that might be. So he'll cut it up and kind of toss it off the boat. And next thing you know, there's a lot of these little fish kind of around that are really good bait. And so I watched this guy wrap himself in a net. And he did a one, two, three sixty, like a one, two step. He jumped in three sixty yeah. and through this net goes out to like almost as big as a basketball. Like this net was massive. <laughs> oh my god! And all of a sudden, it captures all these fish. He pulls it on board, and he's like, "That's bait for the next few weeks." And it was like, "What? <laughs> like who do you do does that?" Good for him. But it's a it's a really cool thing and. What's also awesome about it is these guys are so good at getting you a fish. You go, they hook it on, they put it out, they get it, and they get a little bite, and they go, all right, here you go. And you're like, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> so <fine." laughs> 
it's, it's cool. that is it's really satisfying. sweet. <laughs> and then the best part about it at the end is if you a lot of them have partnerships or deals with the restaurants, so that oh. you give they, them the fish and they cook it. You watch them fillet your fish and then they go, all right, well we'll just give it to the restaurant and tell them when you get there and they'll cook it for you. And so we did that. Oh. We had mackerel. We had yellowfin tuna. Mahi mahi. Mahi mahi. <laughs> mahi mahi is interesting because a certain time of year there is so much of it, and so people will go down there only to fish, and they'll get. Ten, I, you have a limit, I believe, on how many mahi mahi you can get. You can grab. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great name for a fish. And, but people will go, and then they'll chop it up, freeze it, and ship it back to their house. And that's the only reason they'll go down to Florida for three, four days only to fish and then ship everything up. And it's kind of like a, it's a fun and worth it trip. Interesting. But no, it's a, you guys should totally do it if you get a chance. I did it when I was younger a lot. Where, like whereabouts? Florida Keys. Florida Keys. Duck Key. Oh, that's Hunter right. Yeah, you said that. That's where we that's always neat. went. Keys are beautiful. Not right now. Not right now. Not right now. No, not right now. One, going on a little bit of nature, my archery class just finished. I didn't have it this morning, and it was sad. <laughs> I know. I texted you pretty early, and you were bumming. You didn't have it. Yeah. But those guys in that class are all hunters. And one guy in particular, he's uh, he used to – he was based in Alaska for military or something like that. I don't know why. How old is this guy? This guy – it's a good question I should ask, but last day of class, he brought in cops and donuts. Like really cool guy. Well, <laughs> like estimate, like he was. I would a, say like, he's was probably a like college tw student, twenty six, twenty seven, okay. maybe. Just you can tell he's a very real world smart. If you're in a dire situation, this guy knows how to get out of it. <laughs> survival mode. He is master survival. <laughs> and I, I'm chatting his ear off in archery class, just getting what I can out of the guy. Oh, I totally <laughs> don't blame block. you at all. Yeah, good thinking. So some, for some reason, I get him, because uh, I'm curious about how, how the whole hunting license works and how you can hunt stuff that they don't care if you have a license. But So it turns out this guy was in Alaska, and he was with his military buddies I don't know why they were there maybe they took a trip separately and I don't really know I kind of forget how that whole went but this guy thought he, they were there to hunt grizzly bear in Alaska oh and wow. that was that they're there for her. and I believe they had shotguns and that was just that was what they took this trip for and then one day they said oh we're gonna do a little special hunt and he didn't really hear much about it but turns out his buddy had bought a wolves license which I guess is almost a blanket where you can almost in Alaska that is he was telling me that you can in a way hunt as many as you like and it's just there's so much wolf population in Alaska that they almost want to get rid of it because they're getting rid of other populations yeah Damn. anywho he didn't really know this going into it and he was doing this call on his horn that brought wolves in and made it think that it was like a wolf that separated from the pack and so next thing you know he's with three of his other friends so four total and he's getting slowly they're all getting surrounded by eight wolves are they're slowly surrounded they're oh just gosh. stationary not doing much i believe on the ground and they have shotguns <laughs> and he's surrounded by eight wolves and he said they were slowly getting closer and closer and closer and next thing you know all four of us are back to back and we killed all eight wolves with our shotguns 
Just, just, boom. Just, boom. Taking out eight walls surrounding him. He said it was single-handedly the scariest thing he's ever gone through. Dude, that is so cool. That's some Revenant shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that is insane. Isn't that not wild? That's awesome. Doesn't sound real. Doesn't sound real. I mean, it very well could have been 100% made up, but this guy... He looks like it was real. <laughs> that doesn't make you a badass. I have no idea what does. <laughs> that makes sense why I wanted to hear so much about his life. <laughs> oh, my God. I'd be asking him 20 questions. Yeah. Times 100. Yeah. A <laughs> cool guy. No, I seriously, I'd be picking that guy's brain like crazy. I just couldn't believe it. What yeah. else? Did you get anything else cool out of him? Just I mean, out of curiosity. guy was good with a bow. Don't really? get that twisted. Is he the one that, like, <laughs> strung it in, like, two seconds? Well, we, yeah. No, no, this is actually a different guy that did that. But he could do that. And uh, we one day put a Lego on top of our archery targets. Motherfucker hit it <laughs> in, like, two arrows. He what? Just goes, <laughs> <laughs> so hit it this off. was about 430 yards. He hit a Lego off of the top of the target. But a Lego, like, it's pretty far. You're when you say a Lego, we're talking... Maybe 25. 20, 25, sorry. 30s maybe overdoing it a little. How big, how big are we talking, though? The, t the Lego. Like a little Lego or a... Oh, oh, I didn't say... It was a little Lego man. Oh, oh okay. So it stands up a little. Okay. Still not very big. Still not, not very big. big. Not very big. I should have said Lego man. I said Lego. I was thinking it was a block. <laughs> no, Lego man. Gotcha. Just out of curiosity, you did start the recording, right? Just not the live stream. I no, it's streaming. We're just fine. We were streaming. We're no, good. I'm saying you got the recording too. Yeah, yeah, we're good. Oh. We're good. We're good. Oh. So usually the, we had a scare. the screen up. We so had a scare. Just... Yeah, no, we're good. Oh, okay. So I'm used to seeing. Yeah, don't worry. It's going. But yeah, anything else going on in the news? I mean, I. Not really? Dean, I haven't told you about this. I recently got brought on as an editor for a seven part TV show. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? What TV show? What are we talking about here? Seven Deadliest is the name of it. And so it's a, it's done by more television, more TV. Okay. And it, they've got it licensed to be aired on actual TV already. They sent in their pilot episode already. And what's crazy Whoa. about it is I can, I can just tell with the kind of meetings I've already had is these are some of the best BCA students. And, and listen to this, I'm working with 30 other staff, basically. So there's writers, there's, we have eight actors, we have um, people that direct, we have the audio techs, we have our, our, our coloring techs. And they said, hey, we need an editor. And I said, hey guys, I'm Josh, pleasure to meet you. <laughs> so the pilot, they already did the pilot, somebody else edited that, but you'll be doing the next so six. So my professor came up to me in class and goes, hey, so I suggested you as an editor for this TV show. And it was so funny because I just loved his terminology. He goes, yeah, their editor just bolted on him. So we're trying to find <laughs> someone, to, <laughs> someone to help him out. And I go, yeah, I mean, email me. I'll see what, see what it's all about. And I met him today, and these people all, like, got their shit together. That's and sweet. It's really cool. And, I mean, the actors are all really good drama students and things, and I can tell this is a legit production. Are you excited beyond belief for this? Well, yeah, I mean, but what's crazy too is, so they've recorded about three episodes, and the way it's edited is I have to edit per scene. So I don't edit the entire episode, rather I edit 
Episode 2, scene 11. Okay, that's done. Okay, episode 2, scene 8. Alright, that's done. And then at the end, they put everything together. That makes it... Oh, makes it, yeah, not as daunting. Yeah. And it's just... But what's wild is... Within... they, I think they have about three episodes or so recorded. And it's 250 gigs of video files. So I have about 30 minutes of footage to... Go over for episode oh. two, which is, or, or sorry, I, I said that wrong. Like, I said that way wrong. I probably have about thirty hours worth of footage <laughs> to go over for episode two. Wait, hours? Yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't know how long they're recording. And think about it. Uh, about a gig is maybe a two-hour movie, or a, a, maybe two gigs is about a two-hour movie. And just thinking that in Rest terms in of context, it's a lot of footage. All I'm getting at is a lot of footage I got to scrub through. Yeah, it is. But it's kind of fun too. Like, <laughs> when, when in the, when throughout my life am I gonna be able to say, yeah, I actually edited a TV show? It's I mean, cool. you might be able to again. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Maybe this might I'll open find the door. Out this is my, right. this is my niche. That's cool. Yeah, it's exciting. I, I hadn't told That's you about that yet. I told Jay earlier, but. It's exciting. I'm curious to see how it ends up, and then I'll uh, I'll post it on the bros. Oh yeah, you without a doubt. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I guess that's kind of everything that's yeah. going on. Basketball's going. Baseball's World Series. Yeah, football's gone. Football's football. Ball's Politics good. has really gone a little dry lately, which is okay. I mean, it was so just everywhere that. Well, I wouldn't say dry. Yeah, but no, I haven't always, heard a lot about it personally. Always some, always it's some all bullshit <laughs> Always some I was gonna say, you gotta filter the bullshit. Did I see something correctly that Trump might be impeached soon, or I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard that the House has done something that now he has a chance of being impeached, and I don't know if that was common knowledge or what. I. It's just impossible to keep up on. That's the only thing. Can't do. At times. For sure. All right. Well, hey. Yeah. Thanks for listening. To episode. Thirty-nine. Yeah. And uh, see everybody next week. See you next Monday. Yeah. Cheers, boy. Cheers. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Bros Gone Wild podcast. If you want to find us on Instagram, type in Bros Gone Wild podcast. On Twitter, type in BGW podcast. You can find us on YouTube, just type in Bros Gone Wild podcast. And keep an eye out on YouTube because we are uploading and live streaming all our episodes now. So. Find us there. iTunes, type in Bros Gone Wild Podcast. SoundCloud, type in Bros Gone Wild Podcast. You know where to find us. See you next Monday.